Welcome to today's podcast episode. I say today, but it's actually about 10 o'clock at night. I recorded an amazing podcast interview for you today, but I didn't have time to do the intro until tonight. I was kind of crazy. Life was super, super crazy. I'm sitting here in Puerto Rico right now. I walk outside. We've got these big sandstorm clouds coming over from the Sahara desert. Uh, it's kind of wild out here in Puerto Rico. And then the weirdest thing ever is the Koki frogs. I can't hear the frogs. And so as soon as I'm done with this podcast, I'm going to be researching where the Koki frogs in Puerto Rico, because if you've ever been here or to a tropical Island, you know that they're loud. Uh, and it's one of the things that brings me comfort here on the island is hearing those little frogs croak all night long. I love it. So I don't know, maybe if you know, if you know the answer to that, let me know where the cookie frogs, why are they not croaking right now? What is going on? All right. So today let's dive into today's podcast topic where, okay, let me back up and tell you a little while ago, I heard a story about a dad and a son and they were driving in a truck and the dad looks down and sees that they're almost out of gas and they come to a fork in the road and the son and the dad were discussing which path they should take. And the son felt super certain to take the right path. So that's what they did. They headed down that way. And then after a little bit, they came to a dead end and the son was super frustrated as to why he felt so confident that he was going down that path that he was, he felt to go down that path and it took him to a dead end. Now the dad turned to him and said, you actually had to go down that path. You had to go down that path. So you had a perfect certainty to know that the other way is the correct way to go. Imagine if we went on the other way and the whole time you were just going to be worried. Are we going to make it? Is this the right path? What if we get to the dead end? Now you don't have to worry about it. You can free clear and free your brain to think about the things that you need to be thinking about because you know, 100% for certain that we are on the right path. They turn around they get back on the right path and they get their gas that they need to. And then they go about their life. Have you ever felt in business or in life that you had to choose and then you ended up on that dead end road and wondering why you even took that path? Maybe it's, you were excited to start an MLM, or maybe you tried your hand in blogging and found out that you really didn't want to sell other people's products or that you really didn't want to write blog posts all the time, but you know, right now without a certainty, like 100%, you wouldn't want to do that stuff. And so it's like, it's this hidden message or this hidden release of, okay, I don't have to worry if that's the path that I want to go down anymore. I know for certain, I don't want to be down that path. I know that I should be going down another path. Now, I wish it was as simple as that first story where there's a simple fork in the road, either left or right. It's not. Life's a little bit more complicated than that, right? There's not just a right or left decision. We have a bajillion rights and a bajillion lefts to go down. But here's the deal. You get to go down them. And you can either stay at that dead end road and sit and complain, or you can say, I am so grateful that I had this opportunity to learn. I don't want to do this. And then you can release it. And it leaves so much extra space in your head so that you can be guided down the path that you were meant to go on in the first place. So you're guided down the path 
of the one that you're supposed to go on and you're able to do it in full confidence without wondering, oh, maybe I should have gone that way. What if I would have gone that way? No, you're full steam ahead on the thing that you know that you're supposed to do because you've learned the other paths are the one that you don't want to take. And this story is exactly why I wanted to bring in today's guest, Ronisa Clark. Now in the zero to hundred K Facebook group, Ronisa posted a picture of her front room and these packages were piled completely. There were so many of them. There were so many of them. Now she wrote that she got over 50 orders and right before felt a lot of discouragement. So I was actually going to bring her on about how she was able to deal with the discouragement so that she could like push the discouragement out so that she could get to these amazing orders that were coming in. But you're going to find out when you listen what Ronisa's superhero power was when she started talking and about knocked me on my floor. She was like the dad, the wise dad in the truck that every time they got to a dead end, she's like, okay, this is what I'm learning and I'm going to pivot and I'm going to go the other way. So if you've ever wondered if you're going in the right direction, or maybe you're sitting on the path that's the dead end and wondering what you should do, this is the podcast episode for you. Ronisa opens up and she tells us about how she's able to turn. Take notes. I'm excited for you to dive in and let's get started. Hey, hey, you are listening to the Because I Can Life podcast, where we believe we can decide our own income, choose happiness, kick bear in the teeth, and never, ever stop. Why? Because we can. I'm your host, Allison J. Prince, and I went from being a junior high science teacher to building four online multi-million dollar businesses with four kids at my feet. Each week, I'm bringing you real conversations that have led me, as well as other experts, to step into our dream online business lifestyle so that you can get the answers you need to craft your Because I Can Life as well. Take that first step and commit now to your Because I Can Life by downloading your free personal bundle at allisonjprince.com forward slash bundle. Ronita, will you just start talking? Tell us about your journey. Let let us get to know Ronisa a little bit more. Sure, sure. So I uh, came across your program. It probably was, in, it was in 2018. And um, me and my husband, we were watching the promo videos and we just sat on the couch and we're like, oh my gosh, I'm like, this feels right. And it just so happened the timing was perfect because in 2017, I actually officially started my first business. So, and I would, I hand make things, I did craft shows, that kind of thing. And so at this time I was like, oh, I'm like, this might be the way to where I could actually, you know, find a way to actually pay off my student loans because I have a huge, huge amount of student loans. And I said, okay, this seems like a more logical avenue as opposed to trying to get a second job. And so me and my husband, we prayed about it and he was like, I feel like this is the right avenue. I said, okay, let's go for it. So we joined and joined the program and just absolutely loved it. But honestly, like in the, in the beginning part, it was easy to get distracted. So looking up everything, I'm the type of individual that 
will go out there and if it's information that's out there, I'm going to, I'm an information junkie. But unfortunately, that's also a downfall. So while looking up, you know, you and other videos about you and people, you know, trying to give feedback and what to do, there were other things that came in like drop shipping and, you know, how they made a million dollars fast and that kind of thing. And so I went through this roller coaster of just distractions. So (laughs) after I threw all the extra junk away and was like, okay, something's not right. We need to get focused and get back to the program. And so I did that in 2019, where I did a launch. I said, okay, we're going to create the Teal and Love, and we're going to make sure that, you know, we follow the program. And so the avenue I decided to go with was to do, reach out to influencers, and then as well as Facebook groups. So um, when I did that, I saw immediate success with the Facebook groups. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, wait, I got a sale. Wait, what do I do? Wait, <laughs> wait, I got to ship. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> yes, so, yes, that's how it's supposed to work. That's how it's supposed to work. Right? <laughs> so that was my first success was the taste in the Facebook groups. And at the time, honestly, in 2019, I wasn't consistent. So I was buying products, but then I was also looking at other things. I'm like, oh, maybe I should add this. Maybe I should add this. So I was all over the place, more or less doing a lot of shopping as opposed to like selling and putting out the offers consistently. So I went through the roller coaster. Um, I did a couple of local craft shows to try to like promote the products that did pretty good at the local. But again, as you state and other people, it's like when you're doing the craft shows, it's your whole day. And the amount of money that you earned at the craft shows is not worth it. You're like, oh, like, oh, but I enjoy, I enjoy talking with people. I enjoy, you know, the interaction. I enjoy, you know, talking with the vendors. So it's, it's a good experience for me. But then when you put the money to the time and the product, it wasn't worth it. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm seeing the successes. I'm seeing people who, you know, earned and earned, you know, the hundred thousand K that also started at the same time. I said, Rini, so what are we doing? Like, what are we missing? So at the time I veered back to doing my initial business, which is more the craft shows. And that's just more the Christmas season. And I put Teal and Love on the side. And I think it was in January. I think January you had a program where it was like 21 days. And so I joined that and I was like, huh, I'm like, that kind of gives me some more details in regards to what I'm missing and just kind of being more focused. So from then I was introduced to the next level program and I was like, oh, I'm like, okay, this is it. And so I went to my husband again and I'm like, okay, honey, (laughs) here I am again. I think this is going to be it. So I told him, I said, I think I just need to dive in. I was like, I clearly need handholding. I clearly need to get more focused. I said, I haven't been able to make a dent. I'm seeing people being successful, but maybe I'm missing something, you know? And so joined the program in April. And just the one thing that has just stuck out was just like offers, offers, offers. And I'm like, okay, well, we need to do something. So for me, it's unique because I work full time. So I can't stay glued to my you know, computer and Facebook and phone all the time because I have a full time job. So with that, I had to figure out what worked for me. And so my husband, of course, he like rearranged inventory. He was anything that I had as far as wins. I was like, okay, this is what's working. This is not working. So the picture that I posted in the group came after posting, I guess it was just being after a couple of weeks of being consistent in Facebook groups. And so I had to make sure I was like, you know what, we need to capture this moment. I was like, for whatever reason, I need to capture this moment. So I took the picture, posted it. And I just was overwhelmed with like all the response because I was just like, 
wait, I thought everybody's doing it, but not everybody's doing it. And you reconfirmed that in our last group meeting when you said you're here because you're approved. And, you know, this is an approval and you're in this process. And I'm like, okay, that's it, Renee. So like, we're doing this. So <laughs> wait, we got to go back and we got to tell her like, oh, yes. about how cool that picture was. Cause it's just yes. a picture of like one or two packages. You posted a picture <laughs> and there were so many packages. Like it filled your whole yes. What, yes. What, was that in your front room? Yep. Sure. That's at the front door. Yep. So I was able to open the front door and I, that's, I had to like literally be partially outside in order to capture the whole picture. <laughs> so how many packages were there? Do you remember? Just Oh, I probably want to say it had to be at least, it was close to 50 orders. It was close to 50 orders. Yeah. Okay. Now these weren't like small, little tiny envelopes. Mm-hmm. We're Mm-mm. talking amazing boxes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love it. I love it. Okay. So I got to back up on a couple things because you're just pushing out so much goodness right now. So much goodness. First (laughs) off, I need you to promise me something. Yes. Will you go hug your husband? Oh, I will. Yes. Tell him, thank you for supporting you. Because I know like the entrepreneur journey, whether it's a husband or a sister or a mom, or there's always one big cheerleader yes. that is by your side and he yes. is it. And yes, be celebrated. What's his name? Christopher. Christopher. Shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> always, always, always tell that person the silent soul. My yes. husband's silent soul so many times. And a little shout out of how much they mean to us as entrepreneurs to take this roller coaster ride. Yes. Yes. I love that you talked about that you get distracted. Every entrepreneur gets distracted. Yes. And he was like, okay, (laughs) just keep going. Yes. (laughs) Okay. And then another thing, when you went to college, will you let everybody know what your college degree is in? Oh, <laughs> yes. So that's an interesting journey. So when I finally finished, <laughs> I have a bachelor's in chemistry and oh I, <laughs> that, like chemistry killed me in college. Chemistry, like I switched my major because of chemistry. <laughs> uh, you know what? But it was the numbers thing. And so, and this, and of course, when I shared like my master's is in accounting, people are like, what? And for me at the time, it was an easy transition because I, I mean, this was going to school to be a doctor. And at the time I got pregnant with my daughter and I was like, God, I was like, I really want to spend a little time with her. So in my head, it was always something that I thought maybe like way, 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 way down the road, I would go back to. But in the meantime, I was like, what can I do that can kind of be like a nine to five and accounting just, I got a little bit of taste of it and I just went all the way. So yeah. So it's the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I love numbers. But I like numbers when they have to do with money and yes. <laughs> But when it has to come with protons and neutrons. Yes. Oh, Measurements. <laughs> I'll just skip that part of my journey. There you go. <laughs> okay, I love it. okay. So let's dive back in. Uh, yes. I just wanted to point out that um, you're brilliant because. Oh, thank you. Like, I have no respect for anybody that can get some chemistry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're in this process. You started in 2018. Yes. Okay. Did you know the product that you wanted to sell right away? 
What was the process? <laughs> so at the beginning, I was seeing everybody in the group was doing clothes. And honestly, shopping was just not my forte. I'm the one that's like, if it fits and it's comfortable, I'm going to wear that bad boy until there's a hole in it. That's just me. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. right there with you. <laughs> It is, it was just one of those things where I was like, I don't want to have to share. Does this fit? Does it? Cause I, you know, everybody has a different fit and I just thought it would be too painful. So I wanted to do home decor. I wanted to sell like pillows and different decorations and things like that. But because of the distraction, I went towards trying to do the drop shipping method. And I focused more on that as opposed to the product. So that initial business has now gone away <laughs> and I went back to purses. So why, why did you do go away with dropshipping? What was the issue? It, it was, the distraction was the quick money. So that it was the, it lacked as far as like the trainings and the, in the videos that were out there, it kind of came across of you post a picture and they will come. Like that's the best synopsis I can give you post a picture and they will come and they didn't come. And then of course the way to get them to come is to pay Facebook ads. And of course I'm like, I'm not paying all this. So I had a a mindset to kind of learn how to, you know, work through Facebook ads, but it was so costly in regards to the time and the, you know, the payback. It wasn't worth it to me. I'm like, I can't do this. I'm like, I just don't, I think something is wrong here. But that was the way it was portrayed. There were other pieces that were missing in the process that, again, you know, they don't have to share that. But with my understanding and how I'm trying to put A, B, C, you know, everything together, I'm like, there's something missing here. There's absolutely something missing here. So I think there was a good training ground for me to go back into focusing to saying, okay, you invested in Allison. We're investing in this program. What are we doing? And I'm like, let's go back to what we invested in. We didn't invest in YouTube. (laughs) We invested in Allison. So that's where I had to kind of just get redirected and, you know, cry on my husband's shoulder and be like, this doesn't work it, you know, and I was, I was a dork. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Love him to pieces because I went through it, but I'm grateful for that process because with the distraction, it was enough to where I can say, okay, now we know what not to do. Yes. You know, and now yes. I can say what not to do. Yeah. Yes. That was such a good learning experience. Some people go down that route and they're like, I failed. I'm like, no, you didn't. You yeah. failed out. But it, when you build it, they don't come. No. When people are teaching that process out there, I'm like, so yeah. you know that they don't come. Kevin right. Our field of dreams totally screwed us up. Right. We have to get people to come to our party. We yes. have to get people to come to our party. Yes. <laughs> okay. So keep going. So you figured yes. out, okay, so drop shipping, you're like, nope, I'm going to go back in and learn mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. I've invested in. Yes. And so what happened, I think it was like at the end, I went back through Fashion Go. That was, that's the main um, program that I used. And I saw that fanny packs were trending and I was like, oh, I was like, maybe I can get ahead of the trend. You know, so I bought a couple and I was like, how much is this? Wait, people are going to pay what? And so I think at the time I wasn't really versed as far as pricing. And so I grabbed them and I had them in my possession and then they just sat there. So I had, I think it was like fanny packs and scarves or something. It was the weirdest combination (laughs) of items. And so then after a while I was like, you know, I need to just put this down and we need to just think about it. So 2019 is when I launched officially Teal and Love. 
And the focus was going to be on purses. And I think at the time I had like a a leopard print. I noticed that leopard was still like flaring and trendy and that kind of thing. So I reached out to influencers and I also went back into the course and said, okay, we're going to step number one. Like we're going to make sure, do we have our business in order? Yes. Step number two, there's fast cash. What do we do? What can we do in this process? So I did a combination of in your course, the fast cash and influencers to kind of just manage both to see, okay, what are we doing? How can we go through this? So at the time I did have one influencer that I posted and uh, she did absolutely wonderful. And when I say wonderful, as far as like she presented my product in a way that I couldn't tell her how to do it. And so that was an eye opener as well, because I didn't get all the sales that I wanted to, of course, you want to sell out your first time, but it was enough to where I said, oh, okay, I really want everyone to post like this. You know, it gave me a stepping stone to say what I did like and what I, versus what I didn't like, because I had no idea. I just was like, please sell my product. You know, that was kind of... <laughs> hey, like, you know. If we can take your brain, okay, <laughs> and I don't know, bottle it up of how you see what's considered failures mm. as the stepping stone of where you want to be, Oh my goodness, the world would be so different. All entrepreneurs. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that every time you had that at Roadblock, this influencer didn't do so well, but she helped me to see what I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. Like that gives me the chills sitting here <laughs> because you're seeing a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And you're like, mm-hmm. nope, I'm learning that. Nope, yeah. I'm learning from that. Yes. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Yes. Is- <laughs> Yes. And at the time, I mean, to be honest, just to make sure everybody knows, like, you don't always feel like way. Like, I'm able to, I think I'm able to say that right now because we're a year later. You know what I mean? At the time, I probably was like, oh my gosh. You know, you go through that and you find my husband's shoulder and like, oh, you know. Like I went through all of it. I went through all this. I am grateful to this view, but have a reflection of now because I'm hungrier for more. It's like, okay, went through that. I know what happened. Now we can go forward. So, so 2019, that's when I dug into the Facebook groups and, you know, I was able to learn. And of course I'll share this. So I think one of the first Facebook groups I joined, I got kicked out. (laughs) And the reason I got kicked out was because I asked the admin a question. I got like an error message in the group. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I was like banned. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what did I do wrong? Yeah, literally. And I was just like, okay, rule number one, read all the directions and read all the rules. And I think one of the rules were don't, I am the admin, but I I had a legit issue (laughs) and I needed help. And I was like, boom. I was like, okay, well, it wasn't good for me to be there. So grateful for all the ones that I still am a part of. Really, again, learning process, read all the rules, find out how to post and things like that. And so in there, I was able to, you know, make my first at, in, at the end of 10,000 or at the end of 2019, I think I did gross sales was probably 12,000. So that was. That was in 2019. 2019. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that was mainly between going to the craft shows and with doing the Facebook group. So again, it's gross sales. So it's kind of one of those things where I still have to learn about pricing and learn the, you know, as far as like what they're looking for, because most of them, they're looking for a wholesale or next to nothing in those groups. So in 2020, of course, coming into your program, this has been an eye opener because I have to learn to put at this point, I'm learning about value and knowing that it's not about going to the bottom, but actually setting the price. Yes. 
So please don't go to the bottom. It is not yeah. a race to the bottom. We're done. Yes. We're done with that. Yes. Thing. <laughs> so I guess to get to the, the beautiful pile of packages. So with that, that was part of the Facebook groups. And um, so with that picture, it was posting out the, um, in a couple of different groups, I posted out the pricing and I have a specific strategy so that a lot of people know that once I post, they're like, oh, Renice is posting. So they come after the different types of bags that I have. And so I'm kind of one of a kind in those different groups where they see that I actually sell some of those different things. So not saying that I don't have competition, but as far as like the uniqueness in regards to the type of bags that I have, I have a specific unique set. So it's your branding. It's not specifically what you do in the group. It's more of your branding. Yes. Yes. So yeah, more or less like if you find my post, you're going to know that it's mainly bags. It's going to be different bags, different things that you're not going to see in different groups. Everything of course is from wholesalers, but it's not, but it's specifically as far as you know, Risa sells bags. So that's my current product is bags. I do have a couple like keychains and little bangles and things like that, but it's mainly bags and accessories. Okay. And then, so you're now mainly focused on bags. Yes. A couple little trinkets here and there. Yes. Okay. So I have to ask where are the fanny packs? So they are in the basement in in the inventory. (laughs) (laughs) So they actually, they did pretty well at the craft show last year. So I had a few people coming by. They actually loved them. But as far as like to bring that into, I guess, trying to rebrand and when I was going through your course as far as like branding and what I wanted to show, I'm like, "Ah." I'm like, I think this is okay. So I think I may have like maybe four left, but that specific style, they don't even sell anymore. So I wouldn't be able to get them. So I don't have them on the site. Okay. My teenagers, they're big fanny pack fans. So oh wow, (laughs) everywhere we go, I need my fanny pack. I'm like, okay, go get your fanny pack. (laughs) (laughs) And that's who was buying them at the craft shows. I was really surprised because they didn't have a design on them. I had literally just two colors, just like the black and the blue. And I mean, I saw them gravitate. I was like, oh my gosh, really? You know, I, you just never know. And I think that's the one thing that draws people as far as to the craft show, because you get to see who's coming towards different products, you know, as opposed to when you're online, you have no idea who in Alabama or in Mississippi or in North Dakota is coming to your site. You have no idea. So I think that's the part too, that to see the customer and to actually see and ask them questions and the interaction. I do enjoy that part, but I also am like, I like my time. <laughs> I need more time to develop other processes. <laughs> okay. So do you know there's actually a way you can ask your customers? Ooh. Just email them. Really? Start a conversation and just say, Hey, okay. How did you like your purchase? What would you like to see differently? So we've all had to go to virtual, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we can't even do the craft shows right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you're, I've done craft shows. Oh my goodness. With toddlers in hand yes, and coats <laughs> in hand. And I, like, it is so incredibly hard. That's why yes. I started the online world. And so you are able to ask your customers questions, especially if you start a Facebook group and you can say, Hey, what do you think about this product? Hey, what do you think about that product? And then you can go Mm -hmm. click on their profile and find out more about them. Mm -hmm. So there is a way to find out more about your customer than just doing craft shows. So don't give up on that piece. Don't give up. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I, I'm already like have a mental note right now. Like, yes, we're (laughs) sending this massive email out. Like we got to do this right now. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Yes. Yes. Okay. So tell me the process now. So you decided okay. your, your purse, your bags, are they 
Yes. They're purses and bags or are they more bags? Um, so I want to say the main, like when you go to my site, it's going to be mainly like the rope handle tote bags. So you're going to mainly see tote bags. So it's going to have like the summery, summery theme, beach theme, that kind of thing. So I did have some crossbodies that were more like the vegan leather. So that I may try to do as far as transitioning, as far as like the winter and fall, Megan and Katie have both been very helpful um, in the group as far as like knowing when to get ready for the fall transition. So that would probably be war purses as opposed to totes in that time. But because of the different prints of some of the tote bags, I feel like there are certain things that I will still have to keep through all year round. So it's still something that I'm playing with. Not sure yet, but that's just kind of the idea. Love it. Love it. Love it. And as a mom who always has stuff, a tote bag, like I can put a tote bag in the back of my car mm-hmm. and then put ah, kids crap in there. Right. Yes. Yes. Going back and forth all over the back of the car. Yes. So I'm looking at your totes right now and they're amazing. And a lot of them <laughs> have a, a good flat bottom that they mm-hmm. could just put in the back of their car and that could be hand sanitizer that could yes. be legos i, I don't know yes. what kids need <laughs> yes they're all their toys all the nintendos and game consoles and yeah, yeah. yeah so i i think what you have you can keep it going throughout the entire okay. year totally okay. going. i don't think like, your stuff's darling Really, really Thank cute. You. And for those of you that are listening right now, you're going to have to go over and visit, which you got to hang on because Renee has something really like crazy awesome for you, but you got to hang on. Got We're not yes. done. We're not done with the interview yet. Okay. So tell me, okay, you got all these orders out. You're yes. working full time. Yes. yes. How are you able to balance all of this? Because working full time, running a business, Mm-hmm. A hus- uh, you have a husband. I don't know how many children you have. Two, two kids. Yep. Two kids. Mm-hmm. You're doing it all. How yes. do you stay sane? <laughs> so it's literally, it's my husband. Like for me, it's, it's my husband because we, he is kind of the one that has to remind me to say, Hey, it's time to balance out. It's time to close the laptop. It's time to come over, you know, because for me and knowing the type of individual that I am, I can be like a freight train. Like when I'm going after something, I am nonstop. It can be four in the morning and he will come down like, really? <laughs> sounds like Christopher and my husband, Jared. Yep. Thank you both. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah. So I really, I thank God for him because to be able to have that person on the outside, to be the anchor, to kind of remind me to say, Hey, I know you're doing this and you're doing an awesome job. Take a break. You know, and because for me, I'm like, I have one more thing, just one more thing. It's always that one more thing that I feel I can get it. But I also have to acknowledge that I need the capacity to be able to tackle that one thing. Otherwise that one thing can turn into 10 things, you know? So he is, really the one that kind of helps me to kind of bring the balance in. And he reminds me to say, Hey, let's go outside and get some fresh air. Let's go ride bikes or, you know, and so I'm, I'm grateful for him. I'm kind of like pulling out because he is super supportive and he wants this for us as our family. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of how I am, he knows he has to kind of step in and be like, all right, let's bring it in. Let's take a break. Let's drink some water. You know? <laughs> so for oh, me, it's visit. him. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I, yeah. <laughs> if Jared was here, he'd be like, oh, that sounds so familiar. Yes. 
Yeah. So it's, it's literally for him and because he knows like with working and, you know, I mean, it's full time. So it's like, I'm in it. And even for work, you know, I'm sometimes I'm like the freight train as well. It's like, I got to get this last thing done. And he's just kind of like, all right, that's it. We're done. You know, same thing like with anything. So without him having that being the reminder and the, the flag waiver, you know, he reminds like, Oh, yep. There's life to live. Like we need to, we need to take a break. We need to pause. We need to laugh and watch movies and sitcoms and all the downtime, especially to give my brain a break. Otherwise it's like, I don't realize it until I'm at, at his feet. Like, Oh my gosh, this didn't work. And he's like, okay, break time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it puts you in timeout. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I'll put my phone and my laptop in timeout, and I'm so yes. at the time I'm not though. At the time I'm mad. Yep, and then yep. after, and then after I'm like, thank you, thank, thank you, yes, yes, thank you so much for saving me. Yes. <laughs> okay, so moving forward, tell me what your 2020 goal is, your 2021 goal, and then even let's mm. go to 2026. Okay, so I'm grateful to um, that you asked that because. Literally, the time we were actually going to be interviewing the first time, I had a different thought process in regards to our conversation today. And so a few things have happened in between time that um, that has kind of like jarred my stability of like what I thought my goals were going to be. And so a couple of things that came through was like I had some customer complaints, some bad review, you know, that came in and I was like, oh, my gosh, like they don't like me, you know. <laughs> made it and it does it did but it also was a a reminder that on this journey that of course I mean of course the initial goal is we need to pay off the student loans right like that's the goal but I also needed to know in order to get to that level my mindset and my character has to be there you know to be able to manage that that goal and that um that I'm actually going after so by having that just happen literally within the past couple of weeks <laughs> while we were setting this up, um, it really was humbling it to me because I'm like, oh, like you don't just get to do this like a little, you know, like a, like a job that's just kind of like a, a passive. It's about you. It's about your policies. It's about your customers. It's about how are you serving, you know, even when they're not happy. And of course, you know, at that time I was like feeling, you know, some kind of way in regards to, you know, taking it personal, but it was also a reminder of, you know what, you're doing your best. Like this is the best that you could do. So serving as far as responding to emails, you know, promptly and just picking up those little pieces so that the foundation is there for me was also one of the things that I don't think I would have had in the forefront if you had asked me that, you know, that question like a couple of weeks ago. So I'm saying all that to say that as far as for the rest of 2020, I'm kind of looking at the business from a different perspective to say, how can I make sure that I'm serving the customers properly, no matter what platform, as well as serving them properly with my pricing and with, you know, uh, policy updates in regards to like how, making sure that, you know, information is clear. So for 2020, I want to say financial goals, of course, the sky's the limit. <laughs> bring, bring it all to me, right? Let it rain. Yeah. Let it rain. <laughs> Let it bring it all. But I'm looking to try to make sure that I can hone in in regards to products, being comfortable. Monetary, I don't think I have a number. I really just want to just let it be unlimited. <laughs> and even for 2027, unlimited. But I think for me, the focus is making sure that my 
character, my mindset, and as far as the branding, that is all what I'm going after for, especially for current from 2020 to 2021 in regards to what is to love, what do we stand for? You know, how can we serve them even better than what we currently have? Do we want to invest in different color bags? You know, what, what are we looking for? And like you suggested, asking the customers like, Hey, we've been with you for a couple months. What do you think? Is there something we can do better to serve you? So Perfect. I love it. I love it. I love it. Did you know my first goal was to make $200 a day? Oh, wow. That was my very first goal. <laughs> I was like, if I could just make $200 a day. Now, if I made $200 a day, that would, I would cry. <laughs> but I think we have to prove to ourselves, right? Yes. So the, mm-hmm. Like my very first one was, can I even sell anything online? Can I even make mm-hmm. a dollar? Can I create mm-hmm. a dollar without having to have a boss pay me? And yes. as soon as I proved that I could create that, mm-hmm. then I had to set a new ceiling and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, $200. Can I beat Jared's salary? Could I? <laughs> right? Yes. And then yes. as soon as I broke that, I'm like, okay, let's go to the next ceiling and let's go to yes. the next ceiling. Mm-hmm. And so like you, you said you did 12,000 in 2019. Yes. Yes. That was your ceiling last year. You're right. new, you've already proved you can do it yes. and now you get to set that new ceiling. Yes. And we're already almost, we're actually just shy of that, of breaking last year's goal. And I, wait, yeah. what month is it? Yeah, we're in June. Yeah, Woo-hoo! we're in June. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's really like, what? Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> and we haven't even hit holiday sales yet. Correct. Right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. So cool. So cool. We are crushing it. <laughs> wait, so newbie entrepreneurs. Yes. Who are in, let's say they're in the path of, you know what, I, maybe I should check out drop shipping. Maybe I should mm-hmm. check out influencer, becoming mm-hmm. an influencer, maybe. And they're in the process of the stars or the glitter or the shiny mm-hmm. object syndrome. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend for those people? It's a good question because I can't safely say that I've tried everyone's class or everyone's course. So, but what I will say is that, you know, when you're looking into that information is to really take it for a grain of salt because there's so much more to the process than what you can find in that initial YouTube. Like there's so much information out there that yes, you can be successful in piecing them together, but it's about just having an ear to say, hmm, how does that work for me? Because literally um, for some of the, the information that's out there, you don't really know until you're actually digging into, let's say Shopify. And if you're in there, you still have to learn how to put the store together. You still have to learn the theme. You still have to learn how the apps work. You still, you know, there's so much more to it. And then you're not even guaranteed, you know, shipping time. Like, how does that work for you? So there are other stores that are out there that I believe are successful in that. But for you as an individual, as far as learning, it, it's it, you need patience. You definitely need patience. Don't just jump in <laughs> because you can literally get, loss in the glitter, as you said, because they, they, it comes across as a quick fix, quick money, quick, you know, dreams. And it's not. And even if you do make that quick dollar, you're not grasping the fact that you're an entrepreneur, that you're here to serve. Like that's literally the whole goal. And if you're finding that you're not getting that service information, I would pump brakes. 
Love it. So next little program, we've got coach Megan, coach Katie, and then you have momentum coach, Melissa. No, no, Misty. I've got Misty. Yes. Misty. Okay. Yes. So at the time when I was posting about the pictures I are at the, in my picture about the packages, I realized too, that during this time that it was a lot of political unrest and I, and my husband were going through the journey together. And so we're seeing and we're posting because we wanted to like inspire other people in the group. So we at the time had noticed that people were posting things in regards to Black Lives Matter and to where we stand, we believe that the best way in regards to the Because I Can family can support uh, me as a part of the program is just to give the space to listen. So the fact that you allowed me on to the podcast, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for you know, allowing me to have the space. And I know that this wasn't because I was a Black female entrepreneur. You were posting because I reached a milestone and I posted packages and you were like, who is that? And so thank you for reaching out because if you can imagine my response when Julie, you know, emailed me, I was literally screaming, running around the house. I was like, oh my gosh. So it really just melted my heart to know that I earned this interview with you because of the hard work that I really have been digging in, in my heels and trying to make it. So I was so grateful and just so honored just to be able to be on here and to be a black female entrepreneur. I just hope that other people who look like me, anybody that's a people of color can see that you can do this too, because this is what you bring on as far as our, your program is like, because I can, because I can stands for, I can do this. And I don't feel like I can't And anyway, you support me just like you support everyone in the program. And so just thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh, you just gave me the chills. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. That picture was just like, I saw it and the angels were singing. (laughs) I have to get her on. I have to get her on. So thank you. (laughs) Like seriously, I do have the chills right now. Okay. If I can get out through this computer and just thank you, I would. You're welcome. Because that to me, I was inspired by that. I hope you love the episode as much as I did. I want to give you the 10 takeaways that I learned from this podcast episode with Ronisa. Okay. Number one, starting a business is more logical than starting a second job. Number two, lean into that one person for support and make sure you give them a hug to tell them thank you. Number three, get off the roller coaster of distraction. Number four, notice if you are just a shopper of products or you're growing your business and actually putting offers out into the world. Number five, know you're here because you are approved. Number six, Ronisa understands chemistry. Enough said on that one. Number seven, you may have to sell other stuff to really discover and find out what you want to sell in the end that you can get behind. Number eight, if you get a no, if you don't sell, if you run into a dead end, embrace it, learn from it. So it can free your mind and you're able to focus on where you should be going. Number nine, you know this one well. If you build it, they don't come. You, my entrepreneur friend, have to get people to come to your party. You know, a lot of episodes I talk about how to do that. 
lot, throw the party. You can do it. You're a good party thrower. You just have to do it online. And number 10, influencers can help you craft the story about your products that maybe you haven't been able to tell yet. Influencers are fantastic. All right. Have a wonderful, beautiful day. Thanks for tuning into today's podcast and I'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Because I Can podcast. Do you have a question that you'd like me to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you need to do is head over to Apple Podcast and do three simple things. Number one, leave a rating and review and tell me what you think of the podcast. Number two, in that review, ask anything you want related to your lifestyle business. And number three, if you want a shout out, make sure to leave your Instagram handle or your name. That's all. Then just listen to hear your question answered live, raw, and uncut. Don't forget to join us next time on the Because I Can podcast. We'll see you then.